Hello, I'm John Petty, and welcome back to another episode of Growing Up in Flip-Flops. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode, and I'm going to bring you another episode this week that's got a little bit of humor to it and should be fun. The title of it is Seeing Santa Claus. My first appearance on any stage was my first grade classes production of The Night Before Christmas. In this production, I played the role of the father. I don't remember too much about the production except for two things. First, my sole responsibility was to get out of bed and walk to the window upon hearing my cue words. And secondly, my complete embarrassment that everyone in the entire school was going to see me walk across a stage in my pajamas. I dreaded this moment and fully expected some group of unsympathetic sixth graders in the audience to remember me in the school hallway the next day as the kid in his pajamas. All this is mentioned to primarily show what was going on in my mind and how quickly those thoughts can disappear and be replaced by much deeper and profound thoughts, at least to a first grader. When my cue was spoken, I hit my mark springing from the bed to the window to see what was the matter. Outside the set's window, someone was dropping white feathers to simulate snow. I hadn't yet seen snow, and wouldn't for another twelve years, but I was transfixed watching the feathers fall. Growing up in Florida gives you a different perspective on many things. Some of the differences are very apparent, such as no real discernible change in the seasons. There really is a change of seasons in Florida, and no, it's not the tourist season. It's the rainy season and the dry season. Besides that, there's another difference, and that is that an almost complete absence of anyone with any roots in Florida. Everyone, it seems, is from somewhere, and that somewhere isn't another town in Florida. Beyond these things, as a child, it seemed that there was you in Florida, and then there was the rest of the world. And at that time of year, when it was most evident to me, was Christmas, singing Jingle Bells and Frosty the Snowman, when I had never seen snow was odd to me. Buying an evergreen that had been grown, cut, and transported to Florida was another puzzle for me. Up to this point in my life, the coldest temperature I had experienced was that which produced a thin layer of ice on our bird bath. But perhaps the greatest dilemma with Christmas season was Santa Claus. It wasn't a question of his existence. I took that for a fact. I didn't question how he delivered presents around the world in one night. My questions were of a much more practical nature. How and why did he use a snow sled in Florida? Flying the sled wasn't questioned. It was the whole idea of a snow sled in Florida. Secondly, why did he wear this big red wool outfit with black boots when it was close to 90 degrees outside? If Santa Claus was so smart and capable of so many things, why didn't he dress more appropriately for the weather? Heck, even as a first grader, I knew enough to put on a sweater when it was below 50 degrees and to wear shorts and a t-shirt when it got above 80. Why couldn't the man who knew he'd been naughty or nice 
figure out how to dress for the weather. But these questions were mere speed bumps in my concerns regarding Santa Claus. My most pressing question was much more personal and urgent. Since the majority of homes in South Florida didn't have chimneys, how exactly did Santa get into homes without a means of access? I thought on this a bit and couldn't arrive at an answer. So, I asked my mother. Upon hearing the question, she immediately responded, Why, through the keyhole in the front door. Her answer was so instantaneous, I was surprised she had omitted the words, Well, of course, silly. And, as in the other Christmas story, I treasured up these words. It was an unusually fussy Christmas Eve for my mother as she started early cleaning and straightening the house. Normally, the only activity we had on Christmas Eve was the fun of actually staying up past our usual bedtime to an attend an 11 p.m. church service. But there seemed to be more happening that day. It was mid-afternoon when I was on our enclosed French porch, and what to my wandering eyes should appear? It was Santa Claus, walking down the sidewalk near our house. He was in full red suit, with a full white beard, and was even carrying a sack over his shoulder. I ran from the porch into the house yelling, It's Santa Claus! It's Santa Claus! My announcement of Santa's arrival in front of our house brought a response from my mother. I'll get your sister, and you let him in. When I got to the front door, Santa Claus was outside, and I could see him right there. I heard him say, You must be John. Will you let me in? And somehow, in all my excitement, I remember my mother's words. Now was my real chance to see magic happen. Come in through the keyhole. What? Come in through the keyhole. I stepped back, waiting for perhaps Santa to disappear in a puff of smoke on the other side of the door and reappear inside with me, emerging like a genie from a lap. I didn't know how he was going to do it, but I was ready to see it. Open the door, please. I was deaf to the request. I knew I was about to see the most amazing thing I'd ever witnessed, but my trance was broken by my mother coming from behind putting her hand on my shoulder. Why haven't you opened the door for Santa Claus? My but mom was ignored as she opened the door and he stepped in with a ho, ho, ho. I don't remember a single gift from that Christmas. And unfortunately, I must have been sulking as Santa pulled present after present from his bag. I can just imagine my mother's consternation at all the work she had put into and had planned for a very special moment. But I certainly wasn't unappreciative of her thoughtfulness. Her work bringing Santa Claus to our house to deliver presents had given me the closest chance I'd ever had to see something incredible happen. I learned a lot that Christmas. You have potentially magical moments presenting themselves every day. You just have to be ready to see them. And when you do, you don't have to worry about those mean sixth graders. There are bigger moments.
with Santa Claus standing right in front of you. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode, and I'll be back next weekend. Thank you.